First week flip phone, the smartphone detox. Can you survive without a smartphone in 2018? Until the end of the year, we're giving up our smartphones for the first Monday to Sunday of each month to find out. This is Flip Phone Diaries with Lawrence Warner and Tushar Kelko. Welcome to the September edition of Flip Phone Diaries. I am sitting here in another room on the CU Boulder campus with my good friend Tyler Milligan. Hello again. He's looking a little bit different uh, from last week, as you can see in the picture. Um, he has a big old bandage around the very swollen right arm. Tyler, what happened? So I got I got surgery on my scaphoid. It was a pretty intensive surgery. I went under. Uh, general anesthesia, so I'm uh, still a little scatterbrained and 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 foggy headed, but it's okay. Oh, it's going to be a fun episode today, Tushar. How's everything back in England, my man? Well, I think it's all good here. My head's being cleared up by this uh, week off the smartphone, so definitely we'll see uh, we'll see what's happening. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we got one clear head here today. Right, let's uh, let's jump in with our um, our three questions we ask every person who takes the uh the 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 challenge um and you know we're gonna ask this to tyler because this is his first time taking it so firstly congratulations tyler for completing the seven day challenge which i know you did uh even more uh forcefully than our, our previous guest from last month as uh and, and tushar do you uh, how do i know well i had his smartphone for the week um so and um, i had yours don't forget that that's social social repercussions coming into play there Mm-hmm. I mean, also geographic ones, because I stole his flip phone and ran away to the Bay Area for four days. More on that in a moment. But um, I want to ask Tyler the first question. Uh, so the first uh, half of, uh, of the questions are about the week that has been. And uh, it's about um, the change in your lifestyle that occurred or did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first question to you is, did you meet anybody or have a conversation you wouldn't have had otherwise um i didn't meet them but i kind of uh met them outside of the academic environment so she's a ta from my laboratory tech neuroscience laboratory techniques for neuroscience class um and we were in the bar and i saw her there and i know that my uh my buddies and i were all trying to go somewhere new this was the night of the night after the surgery all of my friends had they they came into my room and they're like dude, you got to go out with us for sure. I mean, I know, you, I know you're tired, but you've been resting all day. We'll take you out. We'll buy you a few drinks. So we're at this bar, and she was sitting she was sitting across from me, and we wanted to go somewhere new, so I went and asked her for directions to get to this place just to stoke up some conversation because I couldn't look them up on my phone. And then she said, well, why don't you look it up? And I, and I said, well, and I have my smartphone here, and here's one of the cards that uh, Lawrence here created, very, very uh, creative. Um, they pop open. They look like a, a little flip phone. And they, of course, describe, they say, can you survive a week without a flip phone? And then you hand her whatever. So anyhow, she looked at those and it was a really great interaction. And um, yeah, so that was that, a person that I got to talk to. And I justified it by saying I didn't have directions to get to a place because I didn't have a phone. And they all laughed when I handed over the, 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 the flip phone and everything, too. So it was a lot of fun. Tyler, man, you're reliving uh, the first edition of uh, Flip Phone Diaries on our side here. Uh, I think it uh, takes a lot of bravery almost being that person to ask, can you can you give me directions? Just because everyone looks at you immediately with that puzzled look on their face. Like, who are you? Like, 
why can you not just look this up yourself? It's like, are you, are you incapable of like typing in an address? Uh, yeah. and it's also a sense of shame almost that people are trying to portray us. So kudos to yeah. being the man for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's fantastic. My second leads me on to my second question. Um, was there a place that you went or a, did you ever get lost? Uh, to be honest, I was going to school and staying in the in the town that I know very well. Um, so I didn't have to really, like, I didn't like, get anywhere new that I wasn't expecting to get to. Because if I, if I needed to go somewhere, to be honest, I knew I know where most things are. Um, so I was actually pretty good on that sense. But I did look it up on my computer, uh, like, one thing uh just just to map myself there and then i knew just to get the street it was on the crossroads and then i i rode my bike there really cool dude well i'm you weren't the only one who was sort of hanging out in in their in their spot uh this week i uh it was pretty cool that i uh i i enjoyed my first shortcut um and tushar do you know what a shortcut is i mean outside of the world of smartphones you're gonna have to uh, enlighten me well, it's actually in the world of smartphones. Usually, it's uh, it's an app that allows you to um, order a barber to come to your home to give you a haircut, and that's uh, that's where you see me covering up with my cap in the in the, in the photo. But um, I uh, I was probably the first person to order a shortcut, uh, not off the mobile app, but rather from the flip phone uh, by going the old-fashioned way and getting the barber Seneca's number and uh, and linking up with him that way. That's awesome, man. Uh, slightly worried about the old Google's announcement a couple of months ago about automating the phone call itself, but they haven't managed to roll that out into our world so far. So good for real human conversations there. Absolutely. That's one of the most interesting things, though, I think, when that when you think about the progression of AI. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it takes it takes a lot of guts to also call and make, and schedule something and have that like formal conversation. And if you're not able to have that in person or over the phone, then where's humanity going? Absolutely, Tyler. Just to continue on the subject of where you went and was I able to meet my challenge that you laid down on me of could I get somewhere by doing some mnemonic in my uh, house, turn left at, you know, uh, West Ham Street, to, uh, if that's where you walk past your sofa. Uh, I'm sad to report that I completely and utterly failed in this regard. And uh, <laughs> I was using and relying on the Google Maps instructions that I printed off uh, at the end of work. Uh, did mean that I was on time for once uh, to all the kind of <laughs> events I was going to after work. So I guess this is kind of uh, a flip phone win, you could argue. <laughs> Ooh, we haven't had one of those in a while. Flip phone win. Um, so it leads me on to my third question. Um, and this is kind of what it's really all about. Um, so that was kind of the week that was for Tyler. Um, but what's next for him? Uh, Tyler, uh, is there a change that you want to make in the way that you use your smartphone going forward? Um, I guess uh, the, the biggest or most impactful change I would like to make would be to just call people more. I found that when I was traveling you know, from place to place, I would call people rather than listening to a podcast or an audiobook or, you know, music off of Spotify that I would normally be able to look up and forget my own thoughts or forget my relationships for a bit. But instead, I was kind of forced to call people. Um, and then also when I met up with friends, instead of texting them back and forth, like 10 text messages where we're going to meet and like what time we're going to meet, all of that, it was just an instant call where I would call them. It'd be, you know, 20 seconds of us figuring it out, going back and forth quickly, hanging up the phone and knowing exactly where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do. And it was great. 
So this seems like an apt opportunity to raise Tushar's uh, challenge to all of us. Uh, count the conversations without a phone out. Tushar, how was it on your end? Uh, pretty successful. I had quite a few actually this time for, I think, the first time we've done this challenge, Loz, uh, you and I. Uh, I counted three separate conversations, one a proper dinner, uh, just meeting up, one casual coffee. So I guess it's a bit more casual, it's a bit easier, short time. And one, a proper, you know, excursion, going for a walk, going in uh, the lovely South Kensington, uh, going through Hyde Park as well. No smartphones uh, were seeing the light of day at all during that conversation. So that is definitely a flip phone win again. Flip phone win. <laughs> um, on my end, um, I enjoyed a lovely game of basketball with the local kids in uh, Redwood City in the South Bay, um, where, where I got my, got my shortcut. Um, and, uh, you know, the team seemed to be, uh, seemed to be staying off the smartphones, but, uh, more on that, uh, teenagers and smartphones at school, uh, later, but over to Tyler. Yeah, I saw quite a few, um, whether it be sitting in, in leading up to class, like the preceding moments, I could, I could definitely see people talking and looking down at their phones and giving up on that human interaction. Uh, when I went out with my friends, when we were at the bars, we had our drinks out, saw a few people take their phones out there. Uh, when I was on a run, I saw two people walking, both looking down at their phones. So there quite a few of the of the opposite. I didn't have any smartphones. There we go. The phone wins on my end. It's a sad <laughs> moment when that happens, isn't it, Tyler? You're, it's almost like it the is. red pill, blue pill moment from the Matrix. Like, yeah, I've, I've shown it, you, I've shown you what it, what humanity is really like. Society. It's not pleasant, is all it? All right, all right, Morpheus. Should we uh, should we get back to the real world and ask Tyler about how he's going to put this plan of uh, calling people more into action over the next week and any strategy he has for uh, for making that happen? Yes, so I'll definitely jump into that. Uh, last night I had to go meet up uh, just after I got my smartphone back. But thanks for handing that off to me. Um, so I was I had to go meet uh, my girlfriend and then hand off an object to another friend. And the and Zoe, my girlfriend, kept you know texting the girl and texting me like the address and then texting me directions. And I just kept explaining to her that let me just call her. Like, I will talk to her and get the directions from her. But she kept it, urging me to take her directions because the girl was bad at giving directions over the phone. And the girl is like, is was well known for being terrible with giving directions and describing how to get to her house. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty funny. And if that if that doesn't if that isn't pretty explanatory of the faults of our generation, I think I think I don't know what it is, because if she can't if she's well known for not being able to communicate to people the directions to her house, I think there's something faulty with that. Uh, but I ended up calling her anyways and kind of uh backing her into a corner to give me those directions. And it seemed to work out well. She seemed, I told her, I I justified it by saying, I'm kind of in the habit of calling people now, so I'm going to call you, is that all right? And I'm also going to ask for directions verbally. uh, And don't give me, don't give me the address, tell me where to go and I'll try to remember it. So it worked really well. Nice one, nice one, Tyler. So speaking of uh, playing with the, playing with the generation and tools of the generation, uh, I recently spotted this was tagged in a meme or a, a post online on Facebook. And I looked at a Gmail notification. It came up. I clicked on it being like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I, I will see what's happening. And it was interesting. It was like uh, a meme talking about the latest, I need to buy this product. And what is that product? How to ensure that when you have a conversation one-to-one with a friend, it's only you and the other person, no phones involved. Uh, what is that product? It's essentially an experience tube. You wrap a tube over your head, 
you wrap the other end of the tube over the other person's hand. <laughs> and if you want to have a conversation over that person, you have to look at them straight in the eye. There is no possibility for a smartphone to get in the way of you and that other person. Probably yeah, not the I- most hygienic solution that you might be looking for if you're mm-hmm. looking for human conversations. But uh, yeah, maybe worth giving that a whirl sometime this month. Yeah, definitely. Just to give some more explanation, I've seen those before. It's like a big tube sock that you wrap around your neck and the other person wraps it around their neck and you're forced to stare and breathe on each other. I love it. It's hilarious. Dudes, thank you so much for introducing me to this. Um, we're definitely going to post a link to uh, to this in the, in the description. Tushar, why don't we go one better and get a photo of us using an experience tube in Chicago in the next two weeks while you're going to be here? How about packing that in the in the suitcase? Oh, I'm not sure it's going to fit, man. Got a lot of stuff ready. <laughs> okay, well, maybe I'll have one waiting for you, buddy. That's better. Well, um, I want to say on on my on my change for the for the week, it's been the cooling piece for a little while. Um, but uh, I've noticed my my screen time's been has been a little high. Um, and I wanted to uh, you know, try and try and combat that in the in the next three weeks. Um, and you know, one of the, one of the ideas that I, I got from, from the wonderful Tristan Harris, who, uh, who started this amazing, um, project, uh, to encourage the tech industry to design for humanity rather than for their own, uh, advertising clients was to use the grayscale feature, um, to turn your iPhone screen gray. Um, it sounds crazy. Um, Apple think it's crazy because they bury the setting about six uh levels deep in their settings um but i i managed to find it i'm gonna i'm gonna uh post a uh a link to a guide um of how to get there and uh i'm gonna be giving a go for a week um and uh be interesting to hear if anyone else uh tries that as well so tyler uh last week we had a bit of a debate to and fro about uh what's the best way to kind of give up your smartphone get away from that addiction and before you gave us a very precise explanation of neurologically what's going on inside the brain, uh, how similar is it to cocaine addiction? Now that you've had the chance to go through a week of giving it up, I was wondering if you had any updates to your perspective on how similar do you think your potentially non-existent or the existent smartphone addiction is to cocaine addiction or any other type of addiction? Uh, and whether you also have updated your opinion of what's the best way to give it up now? Yeah. Um, so over the week, I found it. I found some uh, kind of problems. I would say interacting with like people who have smartphone addictions, where they were dissatisfied with my unresponsiveness over text and almost uncomfortable with my calls. Um, so I I found that it. I found myself wanting to go back to a smartphone for my social relationships, which from a, an addictive perspective. Uh, I guess this is kind of related in a way because a lot of addicts have a so, certain social gathering that they where they Im, imbibe on whatever you know substance yeah. there is. Except this time it's um, called society. And this, yeah, exactly. And so I would say that there's some similarity there between my uh, between my like drive to to go back to a smartphone just to make sure my relationships are good. Um, but I, obviously that's giving in to the addictive the the addictive you know characteristics of society when it comes to smartphones um like society is addicted to smartphones and those that aren't have a problem being distant from that in a way 
Um, yeah, it's an excellent point. I really like how you framed it. As it takes two to tango at the end of the day, doesn't it? With one person might appear to be uh, addicted. Well, it, it takes both sides to kind of come to terms with that addiction, especially when it comes to messaging when there's a two-way interaction. Uh, but from my side, I, I'm kind of thinking about that debate that we had about uh, is smartphone like cocaine? And I'm, I'm thinking now maybe a better way to think about this is is smartphone a bit like, you know, unhealthy foods or like pizzas or chocolate or anything like that in the way that cocaine is unambiguously bad for your kind of health in that sense of there's no point in trying to reduce uh, re- reduce it to like a certain level. Let's just give it up. And that's why we agreed, you know, cold turkey is probably the best way of doing it. You just need to give it up. Uh, but now would you would you agree with this kind of opinion that maybe when it comes to thinking about moderation and finding that sweet spot uh it's better to kind of think about it of how do we find that equilibrium where it's a healthy relationship with the smartphone and finding that uh, perfect point yeah i think i think um that's probably a more accurate um comparison i would say um because you can you can't you can't stop eating one, so that cold turkey option doesn't exist. <laughs> and the more you eat, the larger your stomach gets, and the more you want to eat. Just like the more you use your smartphone, and the more you integrate into into social in the social media realm, the more it's it's also enticing, and the more it's alluring um, for its you know social flavors. Yeah, the smartphone certainly seems to be getting bigger over the time over time, like an expanding stomach. But um, unlike that, the light phone is a wonderful counter to that as it's just credit card sized. Um, but um, I'm so happy that you guys have come to a little agreement on that one. But I can't leave you as uh, as sort of friends in uh, in in philosophy. So I'm going to I'm going to throw a bit of a going to throw a bit of a curveball at you for this week's debate. Uh, it's quite simply this. Should smartphones be banned in schools? Discuss. Hmm. Tushar, I'll let you go first. Thank you very much, gentlemen, Tyler. So I'm arguing in favor. As a school means that you are a child and you're developing, your brain is still in constant flux in the sense of what are you learning, the relationships, the impact that has on your psychological development. And that's why, in particular, I think if we're thinking about banning, it has to be focused on the school. And the reason for that is if you think about some of the problems that arise from smartphone addiction or excessive usage, like social media usage in particular, the amount of bullying that arises in that kind of high uh, emotion environment of a school, the amount of uh, negative repercussions of that constant connection, the distraction from what you're meant to be doing at school, which is developing real emotional human relationships with each other and learning to concentrate and focus on getting a job done, which is your homework or whatever. I really think the smartphone is essentially like a nuclear bomb in that environment and just adds fuel to the fire that is growing up as a teenager in the modern world. And if you look at recent kind of the news, and this is a very hot topic, the amount of unfortunately self-harm that has kind of happened, uh, especially within uh, women uh, of you know 15 to 21 years old, uh, it's actually tragic just how much that's risen previous years over the last 10 years. And okay, correlation doesn't cause causation, uh, in the sense of the iPhone started in around 2008 and the, this trend has been noticeable since around them. But I really do think that there is a link here that calls for action, whether that action is best uh, through banning by government. Okay, I can see that there might be better ways of doing it, but France is going ahead with it. We'll see how it goes. And I think 